Section 12 of The Most Extraordinary Trial of William Palmer by Anonymous. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Seventh day, May the 21st. The court was even more crowded this morning than it has been since the commencement of the trial. By nine o'clock every available seat was occupied, and a great number of persons waited in the passages leading to the various entrances during the whole day, without being able to obtain admission. Among the distinguished persons who were present, we noticed the Lord Chief Baron, the Earl of Denbigh, Lord G. Lennox, Mr. Monckton Milnes, Mr. L. Gower, Mr. G. O. Higgins, Mr. Forster, and several other members of the House of Commons. The learned judges, Lord Campbell, Mr. Baron Alderson, and Mr. Justice Cresswell, entered the court at about ten o'clock, accompanied by the sheriffs, Sir R. W. Carden, and other aldermen. The prisoner was immediately placed at the bar. He listened with great attention to the address of his learned counsel, and maintained the same calmness and self-possession that he had exhibited since the first day of the proceedings. Counsel for the Crown, the Attorney General, Mr. E. James, Q.C., Mr. Wellsby, Mr. Bodkin, and Mr. Huddleston. For the Prisoner, Mr. Sergeant Shee, Mr. Grove, Q.C., Mr. Gray, and Mr. Keneally. Charles Weatherby, examined by Mr. Wellsby, said, On the 21st of November I received a letter from Palmer, enclosing a cheque for £350. I produce that letter. Quote, Rugely, November the 20th, 1855. Gentlemen, I will thank you to send me a cheque for the amount of the enclosed order. Mr. Cook has been confined here to his bed for the last three days with a bilious attack, which has prevented him from being in town. Yours respectfully, William Palmer. End quote. On the morning of the 23rd, I received another letter from him, which I also produce. In this letter, Palmer requested Mrs. Weatherby to send a cheque for £75 to Mr. Pratt and a cheque for £100 to Mr. Earwaker, and deduct the same from Cook's draft. On the 23rd, I sent a letter to Palmer, of which I produce a copy. Quote, November the 23rd, 1855. Sir... We return Mr. Cook's cheque, not having funds enough to meet it. When Mr. Frail called today to settle the Shrewsbury stake account, he informed us that he had paid Mr. Cook his winnings there. We could not comply with your request as to paying part of the money, even if we had had sufficient in hand to pay you the sums you mention, which we have not. Be so good as to acknowledge the receipt of the cheque. On the 24th, the following notice, signed by Palmer, was left at my office. Quote, November the 24th, 1855. Gentlemen, I hereby request you will not part with any monies in your hands, or which may come into your hands, on account of John Parsons Cook, to any persons, until payment by you, to me, or my order of the cheque or draft in my favour, given by the said John Parsons Cook, for the sum of £350, sent to you by me, 
and acknowledged in your letter received by me at rugeley on wednesday morning the twentieth of this month of november yours etc william palmer mrs weatherby six old burlington street on the twenty-third i sent a letter to cook at rugeley which was subsequently returned to me through the dead letter office cross-examined by mr sergeant shee the cheque for three hundred and fifty pounds was as far as i recollect signed by cook the attorney-general was it signed j p cook or j parsons cook i did not observe by lord campbell i observed that the body of the cheque was not in cook's handwriting but that the signature was mr sergeant shee when that cheque of cook's was presented you had not funds in hands to meet it no were funds afterwards sent up by mr frail the clerk of the course at shrewsbury they were to have been but were not eventually in the ordinary course of things ought they to have been in your hands on the day you received the cheque i can't positively say clerks of the course pay at different times but cook might reasonably have supposed that they would be in hand as it was then a week after he had won the race i informed palmer when i did not pay his cheque of my reasons for not doing so mr f butler examined by the attorney-general i attend races and bet i was at shrewsbury races and had an account to settle with palmer i had to receive seven hundred pounds odd from him in respect of bets made at the liverpool races i had no money to receive in respect of the shrewsbury races i endeavoured to get my money at shrewsbury and i got forty pounds i asked him for money several times and he said he had none but had some to receive he did not say how much he gave me a cheque for two hundred and fifty pounds upon the rugeley bank which was not paid i know cook's horse polestar after she had won the race at shrewsbury she was worth about seven hundred pounds she was worth more after than before she won cross-examined by mr grove i won two hundred and ten pounds on polestar for palmer and kept it on account mr stevens proved that polestar was sold at tattersall's on the tenth of march by auction and fetched seven hundred and twenty guineas the attorney-general that is the case for the prosecution end of section twelve